Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast, a short and informative podcast in which we'll discuss topics to help you with personal growth, mindset, motivation, productivity, inspiration, and even a good dose of health and nutrition. Sometimes a few of my awesome friends will join me to discuss a topic. Others, it may just be a couple of us, and yet others, it may just be me and you going through some of my articles and blog posts because, let's face it, friends are only friends until they have a happy hour that's more important than podcast night. No matter the format, each episode is designed for you to take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to live your life next level. I know, cheesy, right? Hey, everybody. This is uh, the Life Next Level podcast with Ethan and Jay coming to you today with some fun stuff to talk about. Oh, yay, right? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Right on. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling good today, Jay. Um, I'm I'm glad, man. Why are you feeling so good? uh, Why am I feeling good? Uh, You know, working working on things, talking about talking about things, getting excited about this podcast that we're doing. Uh, I know, uh, that, uh, we were kind of thinking about talking about some, some goal stuff, right? But honestly, I think one reason I'm excited is to talk about, uh, how to like reapproach goals, you know, when they, when they go a little South kind of compared to where you're expecting them to go. Cause yep. it's so that's kind of the topic of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so, so the topic is, uh, just like how to reassess your goals if you went for them and maybe it didn't go how you were hoping it went. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah, this is your topic. I'm going to let you go first. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming that you have a, have a pretty good example cause you're pretty excited about talking about it. So, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I just, I think that, I think that when I tend to set goals in general, I, uh, I'm a pretty high energy person uh, for the most part. And so that kind of like extends out to a lot of the stuff I do. And so including that if I'm setting a goal, a lot of times I end up living in the, like, um, I can, I can feel the excitement of like achieving the goal, you know? And sometimes oftentimes actually like that excitement, um, will almost create a scenario where it sort of intimidates me out of, um, reaching for the goal because I build up expectations so much because I I have so many, you know, whatever. And so, so basically anyways, what I'm saying is that, um, when I, I, I find myself on the other end of that a lot where I've maybe set up kind of a, you know, an exciting goal or a big goal or whatever. And then, and then I'll get to a certain point where I was hoping that something would be accomplished and, uh, and maybe, you know, because of unforeseen circumstances, like, you know, always doesn't quite go there. And so, you know, really, I think when it comes down to it in terms of, you know, reassessing, I think the first part is that if you don't necessarily achieve a goal, especially in a time frame that you expected, I think it can almost be just as a good, just as good of a thing in the process of reaching for the goal, because, um, because you can, you can pay attention to where it maybe didn't pan out how you expected. Uh, and, and so if you can just remember to take some time to assess, you know, like, so how do you, how do you reassess a goal? Just remember to assess, you know, like if you don't achieve it the first time around, like look at it a little bit and, and maybe identify some of the spots where you feel like things didn't go how you expected. And then even just observing that, um, 
and and trying to pick a couple different ways that you anticipate they could uh, they could sidestep that obstacle you initially faced. Um, uh, I think that's the best way to approach it. But it all comes down to just doing it in really small pieces, you know, like trying to trying to um, uh, find the little incremental stuff that you can do. I'm always about the progression, the little incremental stuff. You know what I mean? You tracking with me? <laughs> I'm tracking with you, man, 100%. Well, we learned in, in, in uh, our NASM course, right, SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, was just specific, timely, attainable, yada, yada. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But in that, the, really the main part, part of that, and it works great while personal training, but that also feeds into, into what we're talking now um, in personal growth because it's all about setting specific in timely goals so that a, you can get an attaboy and pat yourself on the back every once in a while because you've accomplished something. And then it gets you excited to go to that next step. Uh, if you, if you, if you just say, Hey, I want to accomplish this big goal and you run out tomorrow and you start doing it, but have you have, you don't have it defined. You're in a lot of trouble and typically you're going to fail. It just doesn't work that way. Um, but yeah, to, to your point about going for a goal and not, Maybe still achieving it or not achieving it to your liking, something like that, or I guess outright failing. I think the biggest thing is that that everyone has to realize is that mistakes and failures are a part of it. It's literally on your path to success because you're going to fail. You're going to make a mistake. And the thing to do at that point is to step back, learn from it, and then keep going. Get around that boulder. The, you know, the, the, okay, now I figured it out. This happened. All right, here's how I avoid that scenario going forward. So then you're able to move forward with more knowledge, and then you will avoid that scenario the entire way. And I think it's, it's, it's failures and mistakes are the things that most of us are scared of. So I talked a little bit, Ethan, in, in the introduction to this, not this episode, but this podcast, uh, which will be out there too, that about your current, your present self and how you kind of live in comfort and live uh, in fear. You don't want to stretch yourself too much because you're, you're scared of failure no matter how you build it up in your head. And that, that's, um, you know, you think, what happens if I fail? What are people going to think? You know, and it's just always worst case scenario and that gets scary for people. So you don't even try, but it's important to, to realize that and still try and realize that mistakes and failures and, and that's, that stuff is totally fine. Yeah. Um, so that's the biggest thing in a roundabout way. Like whenever I look back on my failures and, and I mean, I credit my failures with, with, with who I am today. It took me a long time to own up to them. You have to look back and realize them and figure them out. And that's both personally and professionally, right? If you made a mistake in a relationship, you should go back and figure out what happened and be a better person. It's the same thing with professionally. If you if you had a goal and you failed at starting a business or you failed at, at a, um, I don't know, even an interview, right? Like look back on it, don't beat yourself up about it. Look back on it and say, why? And that's, that's I mean, the, the, the purpose, or that helps with everything to do with success, but also anytime that you look back and fail or are, are unhappy with the results, look back and assess. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, <clears throat> to relate it to, or how, one way to conceptualize of it. It relates to personal training in terms of there's a book. I think it's by a guy named Stuart McGill. I'm not exactly sure, uh, but uh, he's got a big fat mustache too. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's cool. 
because it's called the, I think the gift of injury. Um, and so, so, so it's just really interesting because, you know, like to step back for a second, like experiencing pain in the body, like a lot, you know, depending on what it's related to, you know, um, but you know, whatever, it's a, it's a message. It's a message telling you something about a certain spot at your body, you know? And so, um, and so it's a gift because it's an, it's an indicator, you know, like telling you like, Oh, if you're feeling pain here, um, this is the body's way of, of making you aware of that something is happening here and that, you know, it should probably be addressed. Um, and so it, it, it's like, it can be easy to kind of almost like demonize the pain that one experiences whenever doing something or, or, you know, look at an injury is a really bad thing, but it is just like, you know, exposing where something may need, could benefit from being bolstered up or improved. And so like, if you can just remember that that's the deal, it's just like, just about figuring out, you know, why that pain is there, what that pain is trying to tell you, and then addressing it can usually not only get rid of the pain, but make wherever you were feeling that pain probably work like way better, you know? And so I just think that, um, like I said, those failures, you know, like fa- fa- failure and success are just, you know, they're different ways of describing the process of doing something. And, and they both are there. They don't, one doesn't come without the other. And you gotta, you know, you gotta know the darkness to know the light, Jay. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> it's 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 funny, man. That uh, it's just even sitting here and talking to you a little bit the other day about how much the the physical aspect of personal training matches up with the mental aspect of personal growth is pretty funny because it's almost the same thing. It's it's you can perceive it as a bad thing. It's something that happens, and you you tend to your physical you know if it's your arm you tend to that physical portion of your body or you should and many people don't they just push through and they make it worse or whatever and that's a lot the the same with us mentally and you 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 should tend to that and it's just it's just it's all a learning experience for you and you know go back and assess what you did wrong or why exactly you didn't get to where you wanted to be and that's that's the key right yeah yeah now I mean, we could, we could talk a whole lot about not even like, what, what do you consider a failure? Because, um, I, to me, the only failure, re, the only real failure is not trying yeah. uh, or, or giving up. Now there's, there's a point in a time where giving up to me is if it's well thought out and it's like, you know what, this isn't the direction I want to go. I want to go in a different direction. Then to me, it's not giving up. It's, it's switching. It's changing. It's like, okay, this isn't working. There's always a time to pull the plug, but most people, let's be honest. It's, it's a give up and I'm included in this. It's a give up because the going got hard or I didn't have it planned out right. Or I made a mistake or I failed at something. And it just, it just beat me down because, because all of those little things do when you're, when you're <laughs> reaching for the stars, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I just made that up. I've never heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think like when you're, when you're trying very hard for something that's very hard to attain, no matter how much you break it up mentally, it's, it's, there's, there are roadblocks set up against you everywhere from succeeding. And it's all you, you're setting them all up yourself because you're scared of the outcomes and what could happen and all that stuff. But there are so many 
easy ways out for you to fail. And a lot of them are, a lot of them don't sound like it. A lot of them don't sound like giving up. A lot of them are like, I don't have the time right now. Where am I going to find the money to do that? Oh, I have all this and this to do. I'll do it after I'm done. Or the biggest, like, or at least internally is like, I don't even know how to do this. I have to wait until I know how to do it. But the caveat is you're never going to know how to do it. You just got to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's roadblocks everywhere. So anyway, back to my original question, like what do you consider a failure or a reassessment time to reassess? Like what's a success and what's a failure to do to you? Um, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> I feel like, I feel like, yeah, you know, um, it's interesting when you break it down. Cause it's, cause obviously like it's easy to think about you know, as if there's like a objective thing that represents what would be, you know, a failure. But then in asking that question, it kind of like identifies like, well, what's a failure to you? You know, like the notion of failure is, is subjective as well. And like, um, so I think that that's really cool to think about. And I feel like, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I feel like it's always important for a person to, you know, remember the notion of like choice of like, of, of, you know, um, and so that we are, there's always a choice to, you know, to be made and, and stuff like that. And so I think that, um, you know, like maybe something that represents, I picture as failures, probably like just assuming, you know, that something won't work out, especially because of maybe assuming I just won't be able to do it, you know, like essentially assuming inadequacy is like a failure to be learned from, you know, because it's usually like what is to be learned is, is the place where you actually were adequate to do the thing. And, and if you just paid attention to the, you know, pathway, you can figure out how to kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> click it forward, <laughs> ratchet it forward is what I was trying to kind of take with those days. I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there's some kind of cricket in my apartment. No, but, um, so yeah. So I think that to kind of sum up, like, you know, a point to reassess, or a good place to really remember to check in, like, does this feel like a failure is just when you're feeling most like giving up because you're just assuming that you probably won't be able to do this thing. That's like where it's time to like relook at what you're looking at. And cause maybe there's a different pathway, you know, or maybe it feels impossible, right. Or it feels like a failure because um, you're only cool with trying this one way, you know? And it's like, Oh, well, if I do it like this, that'd be, you know, so like you can imagine or visualize uh, all day, but yeah, I think uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just the point where you like assume that you can't <laughs> is when it's time to, that's not a failure, but that's when it's time to pay attention to, you know, to that. I think that's a good point. Like you, you have to shift and reassess constantly um, throughout the path to success. So, so kind of what you're saying is like, it's not like, Hey, once you get done and you have, haven't met up to your expectations, look back on everything you did. It's like every when you're feeling inadequate or when you're feeling like something's just pushing at you. Um, by the way, if you ever like, if you ever journal or anything and you write down at those times, like what you're actually feeling and start to get to it, it's always fear or it's like fear of what could happen if you fail upcoming or it's fear. You don't think you can do it because you've failed at it in the past. Yeah. Like yeah. if you really get to the bottom of your feelings, that's a lot of times like, cause it's all self doubt. It's all fear. It's all this shit that creeps in. Yeah. Right. 
unexpectedly. But yes, you're right. I think that on a path to success for especially something, an ambitious goal, you should be reassessing like daily, man, because you're going to run into a lot of stuff and a lot of it's going to do with, I don't have time tonight. I don't. (laughs) And it's just as little as that. If that happens night after night, it's time to reassess like five days of you don't have time for your side project or whatever you're working on your side hustle or something. Yeah. Then you should reassess. But yeah, I think, I think that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if, if, um, have you, do you know who Sarah Blakely is by chance? Mm, no, like, I, I don't know. I always go back to her story. So she's the owner of Spanx. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so she she's always like I've heard her on podcasts. I mean, I'm talking years ago, and I think I don't know if she has books or whatever. She's written a lot, but um, she always talked about how when she was a kid, um, and she had like I think a brother or brothers or something. But he would ask like nightly at the dinner table how how they failed today. It was never how did you succeed. He didn't congratulate the successes. He congratulated them on the failures, and he pushed them to try something new every day to fail. And so she grew up thinking that failure is totally fine. Whereas we kind of grew up, or most of us, I I can't speak for you, but I'm assuming, you know, it's gotta be a high percentage of people that grew up, like they don't want their kids to fail. Like it's not, it's, 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 it's taboo to fail. It's it's so, so not only do you not appreciate failures when you're young, you do everything you can to avoid them. And that just lives with you. Right. And uh, so in her dad doing that, like it made her realize through life, like the only failure is not trying. Yeah. It's basically kind of what she said in a, in a quote. And I was like, I, I always stick to that. And I always like that. Like, what's what's the worst that can happen if you go for something and you go all out and you end up in the long run failing? But I guess that's only if you put an end to it, because that could just be the starting point of something totally else because of all the stuff that you learned along that along that way. You know? Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. You know, I. <clears throat> um no, we're probably getting there on, on time, but I, the, I'm doing this specialization, this, uh, certification, uh, we're oh, yeah. Nas- NASM re up in your NASM certification for yeah. Yeah. anyone who happens to be listening. That's going to try to bust my boy. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it, you know, soon, but I I am working on the corrective exercise specialization. Right. And so whole point of bringing this up is just that, um, really like benignly in the material of the course, they define what perception is, right? Just because they're talking about how um, your central nervous system relates to the rest of the body and everything. And and you got to factor all of that in when, when you're talking about exercise and especially corrective exercise. And so, uh, so, but they define perception and I just thought it was super interesting because the way that they, or whatever, they define perception as like, you know, essentially, and I'm paraphrasing, but the mixture of collecting data and, and stimulus from your external environment currently, and then integrating that slash mixing that with the past experiences that you've had. And that's what perception is, is just how, how you have related to your past and then how you relate that to what you're currently seeing. And like, it just blew, felt like it blew my mind because it just, it, this random, you know, source material for this certification was, was showing how perception, which is per, talking about perception is reality, right? Showing how subjective 
reality is essentially showing how subjective the notion of perception is. And you got to remember that you're just your your ego is having you look at all of your past experiences and then saying, oh, OK, we've got to be careful here. Oh, oh, watch out here. You know, and like, should we do this? I don't know, because last time we did it and 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 that can get so much louder than the current stimulus that you're hearing, which may be telling you like, hey, you're you're good to go on this thing. But uh, I just think it's so important to pay attention to how that's like literally half of how we understand the world is by paying attention to how we've chosen to understand it in the past. And you got to remember to update always, you know, just to bring it back to that, always checking in and reassessing. And like, there's nothing wrong with checking in and reassessing. And so I love that failure story because it feels like the same thing. You know, it's just like getting used to failing and how to fail and being comfortable with it is beautiful, you know? And we, I mean, we could do a, an entire episode on just Thomas Edison quotes on failure because he talks about it all the time. I mean, you've heard the one, right? Like ten, like I failed ten thousand times before I, I don't know. I'm, I'm slaughtering it, but like yeah, you know, like ten thousand fails. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but he has a ton of others, and he's just like, look, like I failed a ton, but that's that showed me the path on how to go, and he talks about it a lot. Yeah. But um, real quick, I know we're running out of time, but. This I, I, I almost guarantee this will have to be a, a, an entire episode because uh, I don't I, I know I've talked a little bit I don't remember if on on one of the podcasts we recorded or just with you Ethan but uh, Dr Maxwell Maltz wrote that book uh, Psycho Cybernetics Oh yeah and he talks about one of one of the most interesting things in there and it kind of goes to your point it, it's it's not as much about the past specifically but it's about like your you can't tell the difference your mind can't tell the difference between a fake reality and the actual reality. So like if you think forward and you think about all the ways you're going to fail, your mind keeps that internally as if you failed, like you feel like a failure just thinking about all that stuff. And we think about it all the time, right? And we never think about what's going to happen if we're successful, but we think about what could happen. What if we fail? What if I run out of money? What if this happens? Oh my, and it's always worst case scenario when, when you're filled with self-doubt. And we all kind of do it when we're pursuing something large. And you're, you're, you mentally, you don't, you can't tell the difference between that and a, and a real reality. So when you start to do that, and I started to notice this because I was, I was, you know, attempting, I'm still building, but, you know, I was building stuff. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just going, you know that about me, and I was very just racked with self doubt, man, a lot. And if I would sit there on those bad days where it's just it's just the self doubt just kind of beats you up, and I was like, oh man, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. Oh, I would walk around like I was like I had already failed. Yeah, and it was just I think I was, I was just thinking about it in the future. But on the days that it was good, that I was like I'm gonna be successful, and I forced myself to think that way, I would walk around more happy. Yeah, it is just it was just crazy. The attitude that it changed on my present day, how I thought about my like the future. And I can see how um, I'm not I'm not one of the people that are, are, are all about the uh, magnetic, you know, like throw it on the universe. It'll come. But I think there's some truth to that in the fact like that because you kind of are. Like if, if you're walking around self-confident, you're going to have more luck and success that day than you will on a day that you're walking around and moping. And I think that that just is, is, is cyclical. So the more that you are happy, the more success you're going to find. Yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's just because it's drawn to you or you find it, you know, like you have to find your luck. So yeah. that was always really interesting to me. We can do like an episode on that because totally. I could talk about that forever, but totally. 
Yeah. Um, all right, man. So yeah, we should sign off on this one. You have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, I think it, the one thing it's just, uh, yeah. Thinking about how easy it is to, I feel like a lot of times I feel roadblocked in visualizing cause I have trouble figuring out how to get specific in what I want. But then it's <laughs> when I'm thinking about negative things, my brain has zero problem getting specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's grabbed in between the 12th and the 11th rib, you know, and like, what about this and that? And it's just like all of these things. And it's just, uh, man, it's, you're, you're absolutely right. It's really hard to positively visualize. I like went through, I trained myself to even be able to do it. And I'm still not that good at it. But <laughs> negative visualizations, negative stuff. I mean, you don't even try and that stuff's just eating away at you. It's like, it's like a different person inside of you. <laughs> Yeah, Tell exactly. <laughs> exactly. What software to get preloaded with, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's there's a way around it though. That's the that's my final thought. <laughs> Always, yeah. The, the only thing I say is just just I know it's really hard, but just don't just try to get away from that negative connotation of failure. It's not it's not a bad thing. Um, and usually, you know, when you try to do something and then you figure out like the worst case scenario isn't it, like that is replaying in your head isn't even possible. Like your your brain just goes to such lengths to fill you with self doubt and make you think you suck. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Yeah, if you can find it funny, it's hilarious, you know. So like, yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah, so yeah. Some of the things, some of the ways it tells you, and then you believe it. You buy into that. Like you lay up and now, like, oh, like I'm gonna go up and public speak for the first time. I'm gonna freaking fall off stage. Exactly. <laughs> like it's like the worst possible thing. I'm gonna pee my pants. Yeah. Find some way to go blind. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. But then at the end of the day, like the worst thing that happens is like you stutter a little bit. Your face got red, and then you know it was all good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it with leave it at that. Uh, until next time, we're signing off. Ethan and Jay on the Life Next Level podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. Thank you again for listening to the Life Next Level podcast, where my hope is simply to give you a little inspiration for the day by reading some of my articles or by having a conversation around topics like motivation, personal growth, happiness, or mindset, all to help you live your life next level. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great day.